0: Welcome to Pertinent Places! I'm John Vaughn, a realtor in the south coast of Massachusetts. Thank you for joining me and my guests as we introduce you to local business owners and people of interest and influence around the south coast of Massachusetts. I'll introduce you to the people that make our area wonderful and we can learn about their business, their passions, goals, and what makes them special. We love your feedback, so reach out to us at pertinentplaces at gmail.com. Welcome to Pertinent Places! So I'm sitting here at Robert Allen Wellness with Bobby Farland. Am I saying that right? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Bobby Farland. That's my name.
0: You know, Bobby, it's it's great to meet you. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people driving by Route 6 in Metapoiset, And they see the sign that says, Robert Allen Wellness. And they see a sign that says, Primed Ready to Eat Meals. And they see a lot of activity going on here. And we want to know what's happening here on Route 6. But for, before we do that, tell us about yourself. Okay. You know, who you are. Uh, what brought you to this point, and anything you wanted us to
1: know about you Wow well um, what brought me to this point it's a long story i don 't think we can cover it in twenty minutes, <laughs> but um basically you know i was uh I was a chef in the army um, and when I got out of the service, I basically told myself I never want to cook again really yes, yeah, um, I loved cooking before I went into the service, and um, i mean i still I still love cooking but um the service kind of turned me off to the whole restaurant world. And um, so I decided to try my luck at some other things and traveled uh, the country a lot, and, uh, sold cologne and perfume for a while. Um, business to business salesman is kind of how I got my sales skills up. and um, kind of broke out of my shell and was able to, you know, just kind of blend in and talk to anybody basically. Was that like in
0: department stores or something? Or? No,
1: actually it was an, it was an independent line of cologne and perfume, uh, as a YZY brand is what it was called. Yeah. Um, most people would probably call it a knockoff brand or something like that, but it was all original fragrances and it was a good quality product. And that's pretty much why I was able to stick with it. Cause I mean, I kind of believed in it. it. Smelled good. It was quality. It lasted long. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. was de- department store quality, um, but I would do, you know, I would go I would go from city to city, you know, just pick a street and hit every single business. Kind of, sort of like what you want to do with pertinent places, you know, just stop in and talk to everybody. Wow, um, yeah. And that's basically what I did. Um, we, uh, I started that, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and, you know, we traveled to California, Vegas, Texas. I was in Oklahoma for a little while, um, down in Louisiana. I've been all over the place wow, doing that. Wow, that's great. Um, and when I finally, you know, I finally, it was about... It was close, coming to the end of 2012, and I was starting to get homesick. I missed my friends. I missed my family.
0: Um, Where is home for you?
1: I well, I grew up in Dartmouth. Okay, so and this I, is this, yeah. is, home. this yeah, is home. Yeah, I, I graduated from Dartmouth in '98, and okay.
0: um, so it's 2012. And, I didn't mean to, right Yeah, Yeah, right oh know,
1: that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, 2012. I came back um, with the with the idea of opening a wellness center. Um, while I was in Phoenix, I, I came across a little Herbalife. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of rec center smoothie bar type place. Yep. Um, and I kind of fell in love with the idea. Um, I've always been an athlete and um, concerned about certain things. My grandmother has diabetes. Mm-hmm. My, you know, I think my uncle Brad, we're not sure what he's got, but we kind of it's like in similar with Crohn's. Um, right. Well. And um, so that type of thing has always kind of been in the back of my head. And I have a passion for food and, and helping people. Ever since I was a kid, I've always. I've always been um you know that type of person that would reach out and help, you know, as best yeah. I can. Yeah. When I came back here, you know, uh I still had I still have, I still have cases and cases of cologne and perfume and yeah. stuff, but um the idea was to open up and continue on with the cologne and perfume distribution and that would be basically the revenue stream to fund the wellness center.
0: Okay.
1: Um well, when I came back to this area and tried to pick up where I where I left off, it was um the product it, it was a little tougher around this area i don't mm-hmm. know if it's the people i don't know if it's the weather i don't know what it was but, but it is... it just didn't it didn't catch on as quick as it did yep. out west right, and right. so i kind of got discouraged with the whole cologne and perfume thing and then found myself without an income and an old friend of mine um, used to own the healthy grill in dartmouth yeah um,
0: yeah that was we, a great place there
1: it was, um, we linked up and he just happened to need a dishwasher one night and I was like, all right, well, you know, okay. I didn't, something. I did exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I needed the cash. So I started back up into the restaurant world, you know, wash some dishes for a while, advanced pretty quickly. Cause I mean, I knew what I was doing, you know, sure. prep cook, line cook, uh, ended up being the front of house manager. Um, then he closed that place and they went through some evolution. We opened up the fresh express down, um, by Buttonwood Park in New Bedford, yeah. um, that for whatever reason didn't last that long, um, and then I went, I went back and fell back on my degree. I have an architecture degree, and um, I started my own construction company. Uh, talk about wanting to help people. Yeah. I went and something I never really cared to do that much, um, but I was I was good with my hands. Um, I liked drawing. I liked the uh, the idea of designing a home, um, buildings and stuff like that. My dad was in construction his whole life. And still, still does drywall and has struggled, you know. So yeah. my thought process behind it was like, all right, I'll get an architecture degree. We'll start a construction company, and I'll always be able to provide my dad with work. That was the idea. Okay. Yeah. That was the thought process in my brain about you know doing that. Definitely didn't want to <laughs> swing a hammer my whole life right. or um, do that kind of thing. But it was it was a it was a way of helping my dad out and. Um, so i explored that for a while and and did that and then i was approached again by uh, the same friend that um, owned the healthy grill to we were going to take over the smoothie bar inside a club fit and i was like okay cool let me finish the job i'm on i'll hang up my tools let's go full steam sure um well that fell through so i did hang, end up hanging up my tools and you know i got involved we ended up doing meal plans and pretty much what I'm doing here as far as the food side goes of this company, but I did it with him. And our friendship kind of went south and partnership really didn't work out the way I hoped it. Yep. So I, bran- so I so yeah. I branched off and um, I finally got back to where I was when I came here in 2012, opening up my own wellness center. Wow, that's so, wild. full circle, yeah.
0: All I can think of is the word resilient. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know, like uh, nothing's gonna keep you down.
1: No, um, I, I try to, um, try to stay as positive as I can. Um, it's hard, I, you know, I've, we could talk for hours and hours about the things that I've been through and family and all that kind of stuff, but ultimately, you know, you, you control, you have to control, you know, the way you react and respond to things. I've yeah. learned over the years, I never, I was never good at it, <laughs> to yeah. be honest, you know, um, as a kid, you know when i decided i was going to join the service yeah. um, all my friends were like you you're going to you're going to stand there while a drill sergeant yells in your face and you're not going to say anything it's not
0: going to turn out well they, they knew no it. <laughs> and everybody
1: was count, you know everybody had like you know they bought squares when yeah. when, when was it that he was going to get kicked out or whatever it was you know so like i learned a lot from that, I mean, I was a little older. I wasn't a young kid off this year. I wasn't right out of right. high school when I went in. Um, I was. Uh, it was two thousand. Probably a good thing. Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: When did you go in?
1: Um, I entered in two thousand and the end of two thousand and two. I entered into the debt program, and um, got to basic training in February of two thousand and three.
0: What's the debt program?
1: It's a delayed entry program. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's basically like a, a a soldier in training, kind yeah. of like before you can become a soldier, type of thing um so you know we would do you know uh group workouts with the with uh the recruiters and stuff like that that type of thing Um, it was uh and also it was over the holiday so i was able to spend the holidays with uh, my family before i you know yeah basically yeah you're in the army right yes sir yes sir um i finally got to uh Fort Bragg after a year of training, I had some mishaps and broke my hand and had to get recycled a couple times and um, ended up finally at Fort Bragg uh, after graduating airborne school in Fort Fort Benning in Georgia. And um, that's when I kind of like realized, like I thought like I went in as a cook in the army. I had my ASVAB score was through the roof. I could have done anything. Um, But at the time I wanted to fly and it wasn't an option. So my second choice was firefighter. Yep. That wasn't an option at the time. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'll cook. (laughs) You know, I can cook. I love to cook. At least I'll eat good. Yeah. That that was my thought.
0: Right. And they always say in the army you better be on a best friend's basis with the cook. It's it's
1: the the cook and the supply guy. You don't want to you don't wanna piss those guys off. Exactly. We got something special for you if you do. (laughs) (laughs) At least that was the mentality. Um, but you know, working with working with soldiers on a daily basis, and it, not just not just soldiers from the army, but like we you know we had foreign sure. foreign exchange, you know soldiers, soldiers that came that, yeah. over and, um, on Fort Bragg, um, it's where Delta Force is. Yep. Even though yep. we're not supposed to talk about it, but yeah, they're there. Um, Special Forces is there, yeah. and um, do a lot of cross training with, with like Marines and. and, yeah. and um, air force guys and stuff like that. So I got, I got my hands, I guess, involved with a lot of different things, a lot of different people. Um, I was able to feed a lot of different people. I was lucky enough. I never had to deploy, even though I tried three times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I put my own paperwork a lot in of people that want to be, yeah. that's why they signed up. Yeah. That's, that, that's pretty much why I went in. You know, I wanted to be, uh, nobody in my family had was able to go or for whatever reason they didn't yeah, go. And yeah. my grandfather tried and they wouldn't accept him. He had, some, I don't know if it was like polio in his leg, some, something, something some health condition that wouldn't allow him to, um, to go in. So I felt like, you know, maybe it was, my, it was my duty to do that for the family. So that's what I, you know, I did that. And I grew up, you know, wearing camo, running through the woods and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. So I figured I don't want to be that guy, maybe possibly sitting at a bar one day thinking about, man, what would have, what could have happened? What, what would life have been if I had done this? I didn't want to, No regrets yeah. type of thing, you know. Well, it
0: sounds like you've loved, lived your life that way so far. Yeah,
1: I. I mean, I mean, literally. I mean, anybody that that knows me knows me well enough to know that I go against the grain. I always have. I don't. Uh, I don't tend to follow um, the masses, so to speak. i yeah. s- I stand out. I speak my. I speak my. Uh, My mind, and um, I very rarely bite my tongue, which sometimes is a problem. Well, you know, but you know, (laughs) um, I'm honest. I'm honest. (laughs) You know, I'm real. uh, I'll tell you how it is um, when I do tell you. I've I've kind of become that reserved person where I don't talk too much right away. Right um, now, but uh, but once I get comfortable, I I'll uh, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it if you need to. You know. but, like, yeah, you know, so doing all that and going through, like, feeding. So your
0: background, just to recap it, I yeah. mean, it's, it's military, it's, it's sales, it's basically door-to-door, business-to-business sales. Mm-hmm. It's cooking, it's feeding people, it's hospitality, if you will. Absolutely. It's networking, learning, uh, and meeting people. I mm-hmm. mean, you bring a lot of resources and everything to, to the table yeah. at this point, you know. And, Thank you, yeah. Um, you know, looking at your Facebook page um, which we'll, we'll put links to in the show notes and we'll make sure we've got all that out for people that follow you on Facebook because you, you do some great things on Facebook. Thanks. <laughs> but, you know, there, there's there's no doubt that you don't uh, lack vision and guts to go out and ma- do it and make it happen.
1: Well, thank you. Um, I You know, there was a... Growing up, you know, like I said, I, I've always wanted to help. That was kind of always been, like, my talent is to help somebody else. Um, I feel like, you know... Uh, you, <laughs> Dartmouth has a, uh, a tradition where they do uh, like a Mr. Dartmouth contest every year. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't enter the contest, but I was on stage more than any other contestant because I was helping so many other people oh, in their great. acts and stuff like that. So I feel like that was my talent. There you go. Yeah, it is a talent. <laughs> um, it's
0: also a heart. It's a. It's a attitude. It's a. It's a. It's who you are. Yeah. You know? and that's it, great. it
1: really is. I mean, I I genuinely want to see people just like be able to better themselves and get to a point where they're not stuck in the rut because i've seen so many like family members you know they just Mm -hmm. like very negative on down on themselves and can't figure out why they can't get out of well you know positivity is key you know you gotta you know i don't i'm not extremely like religious or anything like that but i am spiritual and i do believe a lot of like the guidelines that the, the bible gives us you know um and The the power of our voice and our words is so, so, so important, you know, and if you're using it um, and if you're speaking negatively about yourself, you're just hurting yourself, you know? It's like drinking bleach. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) help,
0: you know? It seems like you bring all these things and you're incorporating it into Robert Allen Wellness. First of all, before we tie it all together, because I know it all ties together in Mm -hmm. your vision, why is it called Robert Allen Wellness?
1: Well, my name's Robert Allen Farland, first of all. I always have this thing like with acronyms and Robert Allen wellness just made sense to me because it's raw, you right. know, yeah. um, when you get down to when you dig deep and you find out what, what your why is like, everybody has a why, whether, you know, um, whether we're talking about like, why do you want to get healthy or Why do you want to stick around? Or why do you do the job you want? You do what, you know, everybody has a, why, you know? So when you get down to the root of that, why, that's when you become, you know, and that's like, that's raw, like the raw ingredients of you, you know what I mean? So, so the whole thing was, uh, and pretty much it kind of just got to that, you know, we have a, we kind of have a little promotion thing going now. It's like, um, we call it raw beginnings. We want to strip back, you know, and get away from all the clutter and everything that's affecting you and stopping you from succeeding at whatever it is that you have you know whatever it is Road that blocks yeah whatever that is yeah. you know um in in your mind's eye you have this whiteboard you know and when it's clear you can see and you're you're focused right but when you start adding in oh you know the kids the, the um you know workload or you know this bill or that bill or this project or that project it starts to get cluttered and you start to lose focus on you know what it is and why it is that you're doing what you're doing in the first place your so mission. yeah exactly so raw to me is is just i mean it's me first of all you know it's like just be honest you know tell tell it how it is you know um be true to yourself and and go after it you know what i mean it's it's like uh if you're not if you're not at the if you can't break yourself down back to when you were a kid and find that joy and that that like the um fearlessness that you had as a child to just go out and try and do anything if you can't rekindle that then you're kind of lost, you know? You'll
0: never meet that. You'll, that,
1: you'll never the reach, that you abso- reach. Absolutely. Some years back, we were having a conversation about the dash. And when I say the dash, I mean the dash between the born date and the death date on your headstone. The dash is the most important part. You know, you've, you've got you've to be fearless and go after it. So, you know, raw. I mean, it, it, it just, to me, it made sense. You know, I flirted around with a few different names and... Um, I just I, I just settled on that one, yeah. But I'm
0: also hearing the you know break it down, take you back to the your you know umbilical beginnings, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. You basics. Know, yeah, basics, basics. I mean that's that speaks military to me as well. Extremely. You know, as, as mm-hmm. boot camp. You know, it to, is to take you from the person that you are at 21, 22, 20. Some people later in life, some people earlier in life, and break you down to nothing, and then make you a a, a soldier or a marine or an airman. And so, um, yeah, you know, that resonates, I'm sure, with all of our military folks that, um, that have experienced that.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could say, like, I, I mean, I did. I went into the service. I was a little older. So, I, I mean, I had a little bit more wit about me. A little more maturity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't coming straight off the street. I wasn't a young high school kid or, or anything like that. So, I kind of wasn't, I didn't buy into, like, the whole brainwashing. Right. Right. Thing you know that goes through basic training, you know, break you down, build you back up, type of thing. But it is, I mean, there's something to say about that because you that we we go through life and where. We're programmed, you know. We're, we're programmed a certain way from the from the moment we're conceived, pretty much, because we're in that environment. Yeah. So whatever our parents are doing, you know, whatever we're surrounded by, yep. is kind of what we absorb what and take is. in. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, the kids that grow up listening to classical music and you know playing instruments and you know art, they, their creative side is a little more you know, in depth. You know, yeah, developed. You, you grow up watching, you know, Sesame Street, and every thirty seconds something changes. Well you know your attention span might be a little you know askew exactly <laughs> right so i mean we it, it gets to the point where now as adults we have all this programming that's been force-fed to us pretty much because we, we don't have our choice of i mean well we do have a choice of who we surround ourselves with what sure. we listen to what we watch but i mean ultimately society is what it is right, right. so you can only you control only have so much control, control. Yeah. exactly so yeah. so once we start to strip away some of that um you know that you get to you start to see things as a kid again like where it's possible where where if you if you grow up your whole life and you talk about how money makes people bad or you know money more money more problems type of thing well if that's if you buy into that then that's kind of what you that's that's your reality right right so it's when it's when you start to strip away some of those you know limiting beliefs is Mm -hmm you know, all the perf- all the yeah. big guys call them, right? you know. that's true. Um, when you start to try to strip those away, you can start getting back to zero, and you can start to really fine-tune yourself and reprogram mm-hmm. your brain, so to speak, to um, really work for you instead of working against you. Yeah, exactly. Cause so, our,
0: go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so you've got all this energy, you've got all these ideas, you've got all this extremely diverse background. I think, are you into MMA as well? I, yes. Yeah, same. so I... You know, so there's that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So talk to me about the business. You've got all these different things happening in terms of the wellness world, Mm -hmm. from food and diet to obviously attitudinal things and and, uh, mental attitude to, you know, obviously training, you know, physical training as well. So are you going to incorporate all these? What are the pillars of Robert Allen wellness?
1: Well, mind, body, and soul are the pillars, you know. Um, Mind, you know, we talk about, like, breaking down and trying to break through some of those barriers that we've allowed to build them, you know, in our brains. You know, they, we talk about that kind of thing. We um, we want to get people in a, a happy mindset. So we start off small, you know, maybe we'll do a metabolic. We start off there um, for people that really have some, some roadblocks right. and really want to dial in and, and...
0: Because speaking of that, I mean, that's why The, the, the Biggest Losers, I just read today that Vincent Ali Vincent, who won, was the first female winner of The Biggest Loser, and I'm a fan of the show. I've watched it for okay. years. I, I feel inspired by it and whatnot. But, you know, she just came out recently, maybe today, and said that she's gained all 112 pounds back that she's lost. And this is a story that's recurring with all, a lot of the Biggest Losers, mm-hmm. and they attribute it to the, their metabolic rate that they, they cannot burn the calories, and that's why even with very strict diets, they still end up putting that weight back on. So I know that's something that's very crucial.
1: Well, oh, extremely, um, extremely crucial. Now, I'm not really sure on, like what they do with that show as far as like behind the scenes. I right. mean, I've only seen what they show on TV, exactly. you know? Yeah. Um, we do use the same metabolic tester that they do on that show. Oh yeah, well, yeah, the I mean, test is the, the test, test, right? To, the the to, test, to, right? Um, but the, uh, you know, the underlining factors for somebody to gain all the weight back after they just went through however many months or whatever it was of grueling workouts and restricted diets it's it's once once you get through and you succeed and you get to that goal it's about main main maintenance Which right a whole
0: new mindset. it's a whole it's a new mindset animal. yeah
1: absolutely and a lot of things come into play too like you mean you can starve yourself and lose some weight you know what i mean but what happens when you do that is your body goes into uh, starvation mode basically so now you may go five six hours without eating thinking oh well i'm going to lose weight that way well Yes, you will lose some For weight the first that 10
0: way. Pounds yeah,
1: work, right? you will. Yeah. yeah, and but it's going to be muscle. It's going to yeah. be your strength. It's going to be that kind of thing. You're not going to lose the fat that you think you want to lose. Right. It doesn't work that way. So what happens is now you start to eat maybe five, six, late hours later, and your body's like, hmm, I don't know when I'm going to get this again, so I'm going to store it instead of burn it. Right. So you work. You're really working against yourself when you do stuff like that. How, what happened with those people after the fact? I don't know. You know, maybe maybe they didn't stick to it the way they were supposed to. Maybe they have some um, other health issues. Uh, well, they thyroid. go back to reality too. They just go yeah. back, you know. Yeah. And, I,
0: and that's why I think I just bring that up as a point that you know you're talking about the metabolic rate and whatnot. And I think that science is proving that even on this show that it's very important in terms of you know.
1: Absolutely, and like, and I've, I I kind of revert back to like my architecture um, degree and like you know. You can't build a building or a house without pouring the foundation.
0: Right. right? The
1: foundation. So the more you know before you start, the better, right? Of course, you know, it's it's always, it seems like when you step out on faith, it always works out better than when you try to plan everything out, um, then plans always fail and change and evolve and stuff yeah. like that. So when you go in kind of like just on faith and just kind of believe the process is going to work and just kind of keep keep striving, keep believing in yourself is when things actually happen. I mean, I'm a to test to that. I never really had weight issues as far as overweight or anything like that. Right. Um, I've you're always at, been you're underweight. 40 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right, a few more years. Um, I've always been the underweight, you know. I've yeah. always felt like I was underweight. I have extremely fast metabolism, yep. and I'm always going, and I may be cooking and taking care of people, but I'm not always eating right. on schedule like I should, which that's... And we all suffer from that. We're we all are, working yeah, hard absolutely. and busy
0: and kids have got to get to soccer practice and everybody's absolutely. got these challenges, that, mm-hmm. you know. But having somebody like you helping hold, hold people accountable, you know, for their own good would probably be a good thing. Well,
1: Well, yeah, I feel like, you know, I've always, for some reason, I've always fallen into a leadership role. Even you know playing sports as a kid've kind of, you know I've just always been that guy that like stepped up yeah, either stepped up or was asked to step up, yeah. so I feel like that's pretty much my I'm supposed to be doing that, you know and it's, I've walked away from a lot of good paying jobs just because like I knew there was something more mm-hmm. um, for me <laughs> than sitting behind a desk drawing buildings. Or, yeah. or you know I worked for a company called Ritek, um for about a year and I ran the you know the whole region I was you know the regional manager and on call twenty four seven and you know running yep. out in the middle of the night to you know unclog somebody's toilet or something crazy like that, I'm like, you know like this is fun and I like being i feel like a superhero You're helping people I, you know right. I was always yeah, helping
0: people need you, yeah, you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> nobody's happier than than that person that can finally use their bathroom again or right, you know right. the water's gone from their house or yeah. something like that, you know, so it felt good being in that role, but like I knew like there was something more to that, that, to just helping people. Like, I mean, I can do it in any any arena, you know what I mean? But I feel like there was there was a bigger purpose for me. Um,
0: so you've got primed and ready to eat meals.
1: Primed and ready meals. Primed and ready meals. Primed primed and ready ready meals. meals. It's my uh, it's my civilian gourmet version of an MRE. Um, you know, uh, if anybody I'm out there. I tell you,
0: Bobby. When when you, when you <laughs> first opened, I saw the I saw the sign that said you know ready to eat, and I was like, or it was. Yeah, I thought of the MREs mm-hmm. and I thought, I wonder if he wants that connection. Well,
1: I do. You do? I yeah. do, and that, I mean, like I said, I'm a military, I'm a veteran, I love my country. Um, and thank you for your service, of well, course. It, it, it was my pleasure. You, you know, so like, I have a lot of, I'm very, very patriotic, you know. Um, He's got a and, flag tattoo on his arm. <laughs> yeah, um, so I felt like, you know, I haven't been in the restaurant world uh, for a long time I you know it's not like I've been cooking had my own place for you know 12 13 14 years yeah, or whatever and I've been doing army. this yeah I mean I've scattered around you know I've I don't have a nutrition degree I don't I'm not a doctor or anything like that but um, I've I've met and worked with a lot of people and I've absorbed a, a lot of knowledge and I, I'm constantly I'm reading every day and um, yeah always trying to bring more to the table so my thought was well alright so if I'm gonna make an impact in this country, this world, um, this community, there's gotta be, people have to relate, you know? And yeah. I, that's something I learned going business to business, trying to sell, you know, a 10, $20 bottle of cologne, perfume to some random stranger, right? They have to, it doesn't matter what you're holding. If they like you, if there's a vibe, if there's some sort of connection, uh, between the people, then, th- then everything else works out, you know? So you've got to have some sort of connection. People have to relate to you uh, when you're trying to help somebody in this arena with food and health and weight and a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. So you know, you have to be comfortable with who you're working with. You know, I mean, I, know, I don't know how many times you've been to the doctors before and been like, man, I'm never coming to this. I don't want, I don't, this doctor obviously doesn't care or, you know, been in that situation where you're with a professional that's supposed to be helping you and you feel like you're just a number. Um, and that was something that, is my driving force, I don't want, I want that personal connection with people. So what's my story, what's my background? Veteran, you know, um, cooked in the military, handled, um, didn't handle, well, I say handled, but I was, uh, inshallah, we opened up a soup kitchen down in uh, Louisiana when oh, Katrina yeah. hit. Oh yeah, yeah, um, sure. We were part of that task force. Yeah. Um, and so like, I am I mean, like that's my background, it's helping people, yeah. it's, a lot of it's been to do, you know, to do with food, um, r- more recently. But um, that I felt like I have to stay true to myself, you know, like, you know, Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor and all these guys that like I listen to and read and follow and try to learn from like they have their stories, you know what I mean? They have their backgrounds. They did what they did. um, And to to give them that, um, I guess you could say clout or, you know,
0: just makes them who they are. Yeah, yeah, yes,
1: you know. So, like, I, I started listening to them and, and kind of just instead of trying to, like, go back to school and put myself, you know, sixty dollars to $100,000 in debt to try to get, you know, a medical a degree, degree or, or th- anything like degree, that, that yeah. you know, um, and then spend all my time going to school and actually not really helping anybody. Right. Or just go with what I know and go with myself, go with my gut and just kind of. Go with it, you know what I mean, and that's that's who I am. You know, it's so I'm always moving forward. I bounce. Um, many of your friends would, will, well, many of my friends would tell you that, um, you know, I'll up and leave at any given point in time. Like I'd travel, I travel. My mom used to call me her gypsy child. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So well, that's
0: kind of what's gotten you here.
1: Yes, you know, I've you come full circle. All those experiences.
0: Yep. You know. Or,
1: yeah.
0: So, do you work only one-on-one with people? Do you work in small groups? Do you?
1: Well, it depends on what we're talking about. Um, the food, the Primed and Ready Meals product of Robert Allen Wellness is is something that was created for an individual, basically. Okay. Yep. Um, so we're sitting here together now. It's one-on-one. We talk about, um, you know, do you have a goal in mind? Uh, are you trying to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? Do you, you know, do you have a dietary restrictions you mm-hmm. have some sort of illness that you you know have to eat a certain way like a
0: diabetes any, or high any, cholesterol or anything like that yeah, heart,
1: yeah. congestive heart failure right. do you have any anything that's gonna that that can be worked through with diet right so we'll talk about that thing and we'll build a plan for you specifically now whether that plan is um you know the same thing every week um as far as like amount of meals or you know uh, anything like that varies between people. and It's all based off of your budget, what you need, um, any food allergies, it's or anything like that you customized. have. It's extremely Extremize. custom. I awesome. mean, um, you know, I like to I like to say it's personalized nutrition delivered. Um, so it's
0: not just like okay, it's Tuesday, so it's meatballs and yes, squash. no, it's, it's not it, like that. yet. This is very fine-tuned, specific.
1: Absolutely, you know, yeah. Absolutely, we we prepare each order individually. Um, there's certain items that we, you know, we make all in a big batch, like, you know, chilies and and things like that. We'll make all in one big batch, but basically we, we take care of your order, just like you were to order at a restaurant.
0: And I also know even on Facebook, you'll put, you know, put out there, you know, some requests or are people looking for a healthy way to do a cookie or a healthy way to do a a snack, a protein snack or whatever it might be. And so I know you, you're always open to taking... Oh yeah, Not I mean suggestions, but it, just like here's what I'd like to have. Absolutely, and then you, you figure out a way to make that happen. Absol-
1: absolutely, um, I love food. I have an extremely high number of sweet teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you could say. <laughs> um, so I love desserts and things like that. So I'm always looking for a healthy way to make some of my favorites that I grew up. Now I know that, well, that's probably, I probably shouldn't have Coca Cola and chocolate chip cookies when I'm sick, you know, right, even though right, it makes right. me feel better. Um, it's, it. <laughs> it's not really going to do me what I need it to do. So um, I'm, I'm big on that. Um, so I always, I'll always ask uh, people if, you know, I'm not vegan. I eat meat, but um, a lot of my clients are, you know. And so I always ask, hey, if there's a recipe that, you know, you really like, send it my way. Let me, let me see what, what I can do with it or any kind of suggestions. Because I'm always I deal with um, Cisco right now um, uh-huh. is is my food distributor and they they have a, a wonderful they have yeah. a wonderful line of organic foods yeah. and, and they, they do a lot of all the, the running around and stuff that I started to do now they're doing it for me so that's awesome they they, they deal with oh, a lot right. of local so they, farms they can deliver, right? um, yeah and and they, well and they deliver as well so growing up as a kid and, and you know dishwashing and doing all that kind of stuff as a kid I think Cisco I think. I don't really know if I want to go with Cisco, but meeting with them and and checking out their facility and listening to what they have and and realizing that you know they don't advertise Just that you, they're that they're really healthy. Yeah, you, can, you know what I mean. You but they've got, got it. Yeah. Oh, you can. I can get any. I mean, I can get yeah. anything from them. Good, bad, indifferent, Different, whatever. Yeah. But like, I was really surprised at the um, the quality of product that they actually do have now that I've met with them and not just been a worker in a restaurant just seeing it you know what I mean yeah. and not really knowing the 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 ins and outs of it all so so is yeah. the
0: food aspect going to be the main stay of the business the main well the-,
1: the the idea behind raw is that um it's going to be I want it to be um reproducible I guess you okay, could say. Yeah. Um, I I envision I envision the company, the primed and ready meal side of the company, basically probably becoming its own um, entity. Like a franchise. Yes. Or o- uh, one way or the other. Yeah. My, my goal, my goal is to be is to go uh, twenty four hour drive through fast food healthy. That's the idea. Um, we're not there yet but we're getting there every day. We're getting closer and closer. There's a lot of
0: people looking for those options.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's extremely needed. Uh, that's the biggest thing. You know, I hear people going to Subway and Burger King and you know, Wendy's and it's because that's it's all cheap. they have. It's, it's, it's cheap. It's all they have the time for. Right. And you know, the, some of those companies will try to play off like, oh, this is healthy, but it's really not. You yeah. know? And people are stuck. They don't know what to do. You know, I know a lot of my clients came my way because you know, they, they wanted to eat healthy they went to the grocery store, spent all kinds of money on food, and then didn't have time to, to cook it. Ended up throwing, throwing half, the, half of it away. You know, I've done
0: that. And you know? I've done that. And yeah. I, I
1: mean, I've done that before too. So that. it's like I know, I know that how that goes, and I don't like wasting money. I go to a restaurant and I don't, I eat everything on right. my plate. You know, right. well, like I do,
0: but for a whole day.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I mean. I'm just that way like I I don't like waste. The convenient side of being healthy that's the hardest part for yeah. people. And I and I I've noticed that people are willing to spend a little more right. um for quality and to know that it's safe and you know it was prepared with you know clean everything, you know, and just it it's all boils down to convenience, you know. And Yeah once, once people realize that it can be convenient and easy, everything else gets so much easier for you, for you. You know what I mean? As far as like your life, like, I don't know how many stressful days you had as a parent with your kids being young, you know, (laughs) but I can only imagine mean, I could see how my grandparents were with me and my, my little sister and, um, and my cousins and everything. Like, you know, they never had time for themselves, you know, luckily enough, I, I guess I seen how how families really can be, yeah. you know, and I was able to kind of adapt that into my own mantra. I guess you could say I, I just want I just want people to be able to say, you know what, I can eat healthy. It's it's not as expensive as I think it is. It's a lot more convenient than I ever thought it could yeah. be, and it works. You know, food food can either fuel fuel you for positivity and like growth or it can destroy you it's just a matter of do you want to spend money on food and you know maybe some delivery and the convenience of eating good right now do you want to save a little bit of money eat bad and then spend a lot more money on medicine and doctors yep. visits i'm trying to in the out future yeah i mean you think about it like Nowadays, I mean, there's a lot more health problems with younger people right. um, than, there, the than there than have been. Yeah, and, absolutely. And bad
0: food. I mean, the pesticides and the, the, oh, knows, the so, antibiotics and the meat, yeah, you know, we know so that many these things. things are an
1: issue. Yeah, there's so many things. You know, when uh, industrializing food supply probably is the worst thing the country could have ever let right, happen. Right. Now we but know. Now we're learning. People, yeah, yeah, we're learning. We're learning, and now it's a matter of okay, so we know that this isn't working anymore. Let's come up with something new. And, um, leave the past in the past, you know, uh, move forward. But the, uh, what I was going to say was like the fact that now that things are, are convenient and easy, people are, aren't going to have to worry about like, all right, well now that I'm getting older, right. And I've had all these health problems or I've spent my whole life eating garbage Mm -hmm. and maybe not taking care of myself the way I should have been. Now I'm getting into the, to the to the time frame of my life where my body's starting to break down a little bit. Things are starting to catch up with me. Like you mentioned, you no, know, you're not 40 yet. Right. Well, right yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's, you know, that like now is like when the time, when the time like all that stuff starts to kick you in the butt, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So
0: I do know what you
1: mean. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a matter of like with when we, when you start to fuel your body with clean food and you start to, Wean off some of the medicines that you've been taking because of this symptom or that symptom. When we when you start fueling your body with the food it actually needs, then all those things start to fall off and yeah. start food to. Food as medicine. Absolutely, it it really is. I mean, um, I don't know anybody that has a deficiency in Tylenol.
0: Right.
1: Do you know what I mean or any anything like that? You know, there's there's a reason why you have a headache. Yeah. You know. Um, Yes, you can take the Tylenol, the head o- headache will go away, sure, but it will come back. Right. Yeah, you you change, know, exactly. Yeah. So, a lot of things, I mean, all illness and de- disease starts in the gut. So, once we start repairing the gut, then, you know, all those yeah. things can start to repair themselves. Your body actually starts to to function properly and, and like losing weight is just a byproduct of of, eat, of eating clean, yeah. you know? There's yeah. been some success stories in the past, uh, past year and a half that you know, without exercise, people are losing weight and dropping diabetic medicine.
0: Right. You know,
1: without food. exercise. Well,
0: they, they say uh, uh, the six-pack is built in the kitchen.
1: Absolutely, you, absolutely. Yeah. Abs are made in the kitchen, absolutely. So there's a lot to say about if you can just step back and really think about what you're doing to yourself when it comes to food and really set a plan and a goal and stick to it then there's no limit to, to the success that you can achieve, you know, there really isn't.
0: So Bobby, I know that you've you've put a lot of time and effort and energy and thought process into starting your business, and, and I'm sure you've also sp- spent a lot of time thinking about the future of the business too, so take me two years down the road, you know, all the startup problems and hiccups that you're bound to, you know, face um, are all, all pretty much in your rearview mirror, and, and you're firing on all cylinders, and the business is pretty much running now the way you Envision now, mm-hmm. you know, for but it's two years down the road, and you know, like, tell me a little bit about that. You know, what does that look like? For
1: okay, you? so that looks like um, well, right now we're sitting at a conference table in what will be the first part of like our workout area. Um, oh, okay. So um, I've got some flooring, some rubber mat flooring that's going down. And you see my leg press it's sitting out yep, on the desk saw that. Uh, yep. on the on the deck there. Um, we got some more equipment back that way. I see this as a fully functional wellness center. I see my greenhouse built and thriving. Tell um, me about that. The um, I, I'm I actually got a small little um, greenhouse project that um, I call my neighborhood greenhouse project. The idea behind that is to basically gather up, you know, communities and people in the community that may already be farming, may already be having a garden, and stuff like that, and pulling together using those resources and being able to give back to those communities so um i i've started a uh, my own little compost pile at home and it was lucky lucky enough to get some spaghetti squash out of it without trying wow. and and it um and it kind of sparked an idea and we have a grassed area um grassed area um next to the right next door to the wellness center that i'm gonna clear out and Build our first greenhouse.
0: Wow, that's um, awesome.
1: So the idea is, hopefully, I mean, I don't know how long it will take. You know, who knows how long it will take? But the um, the ultimate goal is for us to be growing and raising all of our own ingredients, wow. whether it be beef, pork, chicken, all the vegetables that we provide, um, all the the seasonings, everything like that. Um, we, I want to grow and and be able to control all of that, so that I can I can truly say that this is how it was grown this is what's in it, and right. not have to worry about, well, did somebody get paid off in the labeling process and all that really kind of stuff, sure. you, you know, really can never really be pesticides sure unless you, and yeah, whatnot. absolutely. Then,
0: you know, sometimes they're a necessary evil, I, mean, yeah. I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. you know, by the same token, if, you, if I'm driving by here and I see your greenhouse, and then I'm gonna pretty much have a different idea about when I bite into a tomato from your it, store, what it's it, gonna exactly. be uh, full of.
1: I envision the company um, within the next year, 10 years being global. Um, whether that be um, where we have locations throughout the world or if we are just, you know, um, via the Internet type of right, thing right. like that, the co- lifestyle coaching and, and the health coaching side of the business. Um, but within the next two years, let's get back to the two years, um, definitely nationwide, um, probably have um, at least two more locations um, somewhere in the country. We're looking at the Phoenix area. Um, I really loved the desert when I was out there. Um, it's beautiful. One of my best yeah. friends is... Uh, his uh his kids are out there, so he's planning to move back, and we've been discussing possibly be him being the first franchisee. Yep. Um, and and rolling with Prime and Ready Meals out that way. Um, my I, I really really want to try to bring the country back together. Um, there's a lot of separatism, a, a lot of bad bad blood issues Lack and of unity. Yeah, you know, systemat- just systematically, we're in a bad place. <clears throat> so I've never really met an angry person that had some delicious food in front of them yeah no, that's. so I feel like like I said I never really wanted to get back into the restaurant business just because I know like 80 hour work weeks and just like the headaches from yeah. all that but
0: but running in Applebee's is a different animal that's, absolutely you know, absolutely and has a different purpose for being a-
1: there exactly this to me it's not even a career it's a lifestyle you it's know it's it's yeah. yeah and I just want to empower people yeah. I want to you know, help as many people. I can just see yeah. the
0: wheels turning in yeah. his his head, uh, and I can almost hear the, the, I a the lot. grinding of the wheels. Yeah, but, I have a lot of plans. You know?
1: Make America great again was was just, uh, I guess, coined in the last few years. You know, by Mr. Trump and his uh, his political campaign. I I've we can talk about this. I mean, kind of a whole other subject, but I mean, our country was founded on a great idea. That idea has been tainted and twisted for. The benefit of a few that needs to change. Yep. The idea is great. If we can get back to the idea, raw beginnings, back to the whiteboard, yeah. the clear whiteboard, and and really start to evaluate and and fix the things that went wrong, I think we we can survive as a country. You know, it's just a matter of getting back to that idea. You know, um, everybody deserves you know, the same equalities, same civil liberties, you know, um, we deserve not to be taken advantage of by corporations because it's a capitalist country, you know, like, yeah. there's, so, there's so many policies and procedures that, the, that are written at midnight when everybody's sleeping and nobody's paying nobody's attention, yeah. you know, like, when you can sit back and make a policy and, and make money off of that policy, then that policy's garbage in my opinion. I mean, just look at what, you know, what's going on in North Dakota with the pipeline. Yeah. Um, you know, that treaty was written oh, you know, what, a couple hundred years ago or whatever it was because some rich folks in one neighborhood was able to pay off the company, you know, the yeah. the oil company to reroute it like now we're going to go against a treaty, you know, with a whole nation of 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 Native Americans. It just doesn't make sense, you know, and, and that type of stuff is what needs to really be addressed. Pharmaceutical companies, big banks, um, they, they, the media, they, they all control way too much of of our society, and we've got to try to get a handle back on that because, you know, we well, we're, talking, we're supposed to be controlling the country, not uh, some CEO. But I
0: think you know the way. And tell me if I'm if I'm saying something that's really not accurate. But you know, I think that's where you're coming from, taking control of yourself, your food, your your body, mind, and spirit, your physicality, your attitude. You know, Absolutely. It sounds like to me that, I mean, that's really what you're all about.
1: Absolutely. And,
0: and it's a good place to be. It's a place that uh, I think people can look up to and be envious of and um, and learn a lot from you, you know? And a lot
1: well, I hope you. so. I mean, I'm, I'm a work in progress. I mean, some of the people that may be listening to this or um, know me well, would say this guy is off his rocker you know but cuz like i mean He's i'm not perfect too. yeah right yeah. i'm not perfect i mean i've i've done i'm not proud of all the decisions i made in my life but getting back to and stripping away all that and getting back to focus and square one and and really moving forward is something that everybody needs to do and i'm no different you know it it's just a matter about finding that 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 joy you know what is it that that really gets you going. Um, why do you? Why do you feel like being healthy is something that you need to do? Because everybody should be healthy, yeah. right? Um, everybody has something, whether it's grandkids, whether it's you know kids, whether reason it's to... you know whether it's the yacht, whether whatever the reason is that you want to stick around. Yeah. Let's let's figure that out and let's focus on that and let's keep you on track. That's that's my whole uh, that's my whole purpose. Well, I if guess. If anybody
0: is listening here, which I hope is. Maybe a couple people. I
1: hope so, right?
0: So if, if both of them <laughs> wanted to reach out to you, get a hold of you, follow me on Facebook, I mean, how do we get a hold of you? If people are listening to this saying, I need to call this guy, you know, how do we reach out and get a hold of Bobby?
1: My direct line is uh, 774-305-8049. Um, and if you don't want to call me directly, you want to shoot me an email, you can email me at bobby at primedandreadymeals.com. You can visit the website, it's um, we The the center, Raw, is located at 20 County Road in Matapoiset, right on Route 6. Um, if you're familiar with the area and you remember... Um, the old Matapois at Chowder House, uh, from the old old the one. The, the old a, yeah yes the
0: one that's going to be the Lebanese
1: kitchen yes is no the old one. so this yeah. is the old, the original, old original the original the original Chowder House um, this is
0: between the lights that's what I like to say yeah, between the
1: lights between the lights yes um, I t- we took over that building so um, we're we're there we're um, I mean we're pretty we're pretty easily accessible on Facebook you can find us at Robert Allen Wellness um, you can find me at Primed and Ready Meals uh twitter is uh par meals at par meals p-a-r-m-e-a-l-s see my instagram is at prime Than ready meals i mean we're all over the place
0: you're not trying to hide are you
1: no not at all if you I'm, are you're not doing a very good job no, of it there's no.
0: a lot of ways to uh no going
1: going off the grid i'm sure will happen at some point but it's <laughs> not, it, it, not anytime soon no um i've been down there we i, I went hiking for a while and i'm Can't back wait. i'm back in society now so
0: yeah well bobby i love your passion i love your enthusiasm uh you bring a huge multitude of experiences to this thing i can't imagine any way that you're not just going to be tr- tremendously successful well thanks here. And, thank um, you i wish you every hope so. luck success you know break legs do whatever you need to do yeah. and um i'll if someday maybe i can say i had a little bit to help spread the word about robert allen wellness i'll be happy to do that and uh I really appreciate you taking the time to tell us about that wellness and Bobby Farland, just you know, an amazing
1: guy. Thank you. Thank you very much, John. Right. I appreciate Thank it. You. Good nice.
0: Thank you very much for listening. If you know someone that should be a guest on Pertinent Places or have feedback about the show, please let us know by emailing us at pertinentplaces at gmail.com. Also, you can help us spread the word about our podcast by telling your friends about the show and giving us a five-star rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. I'm a realtor representing Massachusetts buyers and sellers. You can reach me directly at 508-789-7536 with any real estate questions or to see how I can exceed your expectations. Until next time, please visit a pertinent place and tell them John sent you. Thank you for listening to Pertinent Places.